0: Cascade Hoopstalk Billy D here. Hey, thrilled right now to have Trevor Jossart uh, with the uh, basketball tournament. Uh, he's putting together uh, the team called the Advantage of NAI alumni. And Trevor, beyond that, that's about what I know. So, how you doing today?
1: We're doing great. Happy to happy to be a part of this and be on the show.
0: So why don't, why don't you, you just started, before we started recording, you just started telling me a little bit about your background. Why don't you share that with people?
1: Sure. Uh, I moved to the Wichita, Kansas area about a year and a half ago, 2018. Uh, I'm the sports information director at Southwestern College, um, Winfield, Kansas, NAI school. Um, and like I shared with you before we started here, um, I'm a big basketball guy to begin with, so being able to watch um our basketball team last year made the international tournament, and we had National Player of the Year, Cam Hunt, uh, was real exciting. I uh, got to travel to Sioux Falls with them and check out the rest of the D2 tournament and saw a lot of great talent. And heading into this year, um, I made a priority to kind of follow other NAI schools, not just ours, not just um, the KCAC, the conference we're part of. And it, again, opened up my eyes to how much talent there really is at this level. Um, I admittedly, growing up, kind of just focused on um, I mean, a basketball player myself, just focused on NCAA, Division I, II, III, and that's about it. So um, I'm really humbled and grateful to be a part of the NAIA level.
0: So take us from that to its called the basketball tournament, TBT. Why don't you yep. start with – it looks like I've been reading just a little bit. It looks like this has been around for a while. Tell us what this is.
1: Yeah, it has been around a while, and last year was um, probably the, only the – Well, it was really the first time I got in-depth with it. I heard it about two years ago um, because my favorite team growing up was Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Badgers, and they put together a team, so I saw it all over social media, followed them, and, I I mean, they might have won a game or so, and that was about it. Uh, Last year, I saw them do it again, and I saw that the TBT, one of the regional sites, was Wichita— and one of the teams was actually Marquette, which is from Wisconsin, where I grew up. So it would be—it was a bunch of players in my backyard, basically, that I could go and watch and um, that I grew up watching. And then I even took it a step further and reached out to Wichita State and said, hey, I'm sure you guys are swamped with all this prep work, getting all these teams in, because um, I know what it's like to run a, a basketball game. Um, I can't imagine a tournament when your team is not even there. And just said, hey, what can I do to help? Um, So I was there for the four days in Wichita, um, helped out with the stack crew a little bit and the media room. Um, But being there, really, um, this was a big deal. Um, Just seeing the excitement around it and the production around it. It wasn't just some cheap little thing that they threw together. It was a full-fledged company business um, doing the best they could to promote all different types of alumni teams. And there was a D3 team there and overseas. Um, so I, once that once I started working last summer for it, I just really started diving into the history behind it and what it's all about. Um, certainly they play by different rules. Um, it goes they they call it the Elam ending. I'm not sure if who's listening is familiar with that, but long story short, um, they p- play three quarters and then with four minutes left in the fourth quarter. They stop the game. The first media timeout under four, they stop the game and they take whatever, whoever's winning. So if team A is winning 70 to, 60 to 62, they add eight points to it and that's the final target score. So there's no time left in the clock. Whoever gets the 78 first wins the game. So all baskets end on a made shot, which is kind of their motto and um, thing that they go off of. So that's a really cool concept. Um, there's no fouling at the end of the game. So again, just a really exciting, exciting, um, Thing that they put on and i know espn covers it and it's really just basketball in the summer when there's not a lot of basketball going on
0: so talk to us a little just a little bit before we talk about the advantage you've told us what the mm-hmm. tbt was but who is the tbt i mean you go on their website you can see that you know who the the founders john i'm not sure how you pronounce it mm-hmm. john Mugar Mug, and yep. uh, dan Something. dan friel yeah. jen todd they list their leadership but but who are they where are they where are they based and uh I mean, just give us a little bit of the background of, you know, who's running this thing.
1: I all I know really is that it's a lot of moving parts. Again, like I mentioned, I thought this was when I heard of it two years ago, just a, um, just one of those side tournaments that we see in the summer just mm-hmm. to showcase um, some talent. But it, this really is the tournament in the summer. Um, these a lot these colleges are putting together their best alumni teams, and they they're taking this seriously. So I know after working with some of the people on site in Wichita and, and working with trying to get my team accepted and their profiles on the website, there's a lot of moving parts. And I know this is a full, um, full fledged organization that does a really good job of making sure that um, not only their, their stars are showcased, because there are some big names in it, but teams like us have a chance now to do what we want to do and, and showcase our, Oh, who we have to offer. Um, they're not just focused on, and I, I mean, I, I mean, if you turn on ESPN during college basketball season, you're going to see the Dukes and the Kansases and the teams that are at the top of the nation. But these guys do a really good job of making sure all bases are covered. Um, they're they're really for the fans too. Wichita Regional last year had the biggest crowd in TBT history, and I know they made it a priority to get back here because the fans wanted it back here they weren't just gonna you know, you know abide by some schedule or rotation they had they made sure that the fans were a part of the decision making process so um it's all i can really tell you about who they are um okay. but i just know that this is something that is growing and is growing fast
0: let's get to the uh the team is called the advantage so mm-hmm. whose decision who made the whose idea was it to build a team called the advantage with nai alumni who is that brainchild? Um,
1: so, yeah. So this was. So I thought originally this was just something that I was out on an island with, starting a team um, months ago, and I really I asked around some interest. But during the middle of the season, all people really care about is their season, and that's deservedly so. And then once this whole pandemic we're dealing with, um, and, and this, this sudden halting of the tournaments, um, NAI Hoops Report, another blog on on Twitter made a tweet saying what if we get these some of these players so and so into the tournament and that kind of re re sparked my um my idea right and I, I reached out to him and he's like yeah this is something i've had an idea i've had other people ask about it and stuff but i said well enough ideas let's make it happen
0: oh absolutely so
1: i asked him how and he does a great job covering an ai who yes, you guys both do and he they i should say i i mean i just talked to one of the guys but he, um, you know, he's like, how can I help? And I said, well, he, here's a couple of players I have in mind. Who do you know? I mean, you watch a lot of this stuff. You guys follow a lot of the, these people. And they mentioned um, some players and stuff. And I said, all right, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to apply. And one of the first questions in the application was a team name, and you can't submit without one. And I said, well, what do we what do? We do? We just started spitball spitballing teams back and forth, brainstorming, or team names, sorry. And we came up with one that was um, – I believe it was like NAI United or something like that. It was a good because we're, we're our plan was to bring in all these people from around the country. And we, we got that shot down because of copyright um, issues. You can't really have, we couldn't have the name in it. So he immediately or um, NAI Hoops report. They immediately sent in. What about the advantage? And I said, well, what does that mean? Like, I don't understand what that means. I'm sure people won't understand what it means. And he sent me the link to a PDF on the NAI website. And it's just called the NAI Advantage. Um, and it's basically a bunch of bullet points on why to choose NAI, what can you get out of it, what um, what successes has NAI brought people, and it's just kind of, I mean, it's just kind of a cool concept that a small co- small colleges in the NAI can bring out these amazing athletes and do a lot for them beyond um, the sport. So our, our motto, really, our, our mantra is just to kind of showcase the advantages that come within playing in the NAI and that. These aren't these aren't any these aren't jokes of players. These are really good players at this level, and that's kind of what we want to show.
0: So now that uh, first off, yeah, you, you're absolutely right. We I know uh, the guy the guys at NAI Hoops Report they do excellent work. They know they know the players in the NAI mm-hmm. as good as anybody. So definitely definitely a good group to partner with. So this brings us now to a team. Now you've you've got the idea, you've got the name, you've applied. Now you got to put a team together. So talk to me about that.
1: First, it was just simple social media blasting. I believe I made a tweet right a, right a couple hours after the um, D2 tournament actually got canceled, just saying, hey, all NAI, former NAI players, let's do this, basically. If you're interested, um, shoot me a message. Shoot NAI Hoops a message. We're going to try and partner this thing up and um, get it going. And I honestly didn't think I'd get more than a handful of people interested. At that point, I did not think that we were actually going to go through with it, I just thought maybe hey I'd like to play hey I'd like to play hey I'd like to coach and that'd be it and I kid you not my messages filled up that day hey I played here I I averaged this I played I was this all-american I'm interested I'm interested and I took out a notepad and a notebook and jotted everyone down and basically at that point just said hey I appreciate it um we're going to evaluate everyone fairly we're going to bring it up and we're going to talk about it because we want to get get this right and Um, That's just how it kind of blossomed. And we got our coaches figured out and they've been around, both of them have been around the NAI 10 years or so each. And they've seen players from all over the country. Um, And with me only being in the NAI um, around it for two years now, I mean, they, they brought to light some players from five, six, seven years ago that I had never heard of. Obviously I'm more familiar with who I've seen in my two years here. So it was really good to have, a group of people in this discussion as we, we mold our roster.
0: So let's start with, uh, you just mentioned the coaches. Talk about uh, uh, those two guys. Um, first off, Tim Meiser
1: um, is at Southwestern with me. Um, as I, he's, they, first of all, Southwestern men's basketball has a great coaching staff. And the, as I've gotten to know them, they're really people that I like to model my day-to-day life. stuff. So they they attack every day, with the same urgency as the one before and to do their best work so um bias aside i know he's a good fit for the position just because i've seen him work with different groups of people on a daily day basis and um get things done um another reason for him that i trust him on the staff too that we trust him on the staff is i mean he went out um to texas four or five years ago went out and found Cameron hunt at a showcase. Um, I believe the story long in short version is not a lot of people were looking at him. If any, he took a chance on him, And really that coaching staff developed him to who he is now. And, um, I know hunt is was one of the, was the best player in the nation last year and is doing well overseas. He was just named player of the year. So, um, someone who's been loyal to a program as an assistant coach for 10 years. And that guy was into the other guy, Blake Sanquist at William Penn, um, two guys who have been loyal to their programs for, for a decade at least, um, really says a lot about their character and that um, they're not just in it for ulterior motives. They're in it to build something and create a culture. Um, I, I, I briefly know Blake now a little bit, um, but he's up at William Penn. And from what I've researched, from what I've heard from people, that is one of the best D1 programs in the nation. They finished 30-3 and three this year. Um, he's been there, I think, 10 years. And he's had four conference tournament titles and four regular season titles, him and his staff. And then they've made the tournament six times. So um, good character building guys and good guys that have been around winning a lot.
0: So you're in the you're in the process of, you know, putting together a roster. I know on uh, I saw on Twitter, you're doing uh, player reveals. Mm -hmm. First off, what size roster are you trying to build?
1: So they give us nine free slots. Um, That's how the spot works. You get a team of nine. um, You can add anybody you want at any point in the tournament. Um, But there's deadlines of when you are. Let me rephrase. Um, You have until June 15th to finalize your nine guys. Anybody after that, um, there's a fee for every player after nine that you add. And then you can add anybody during the tournament. Um, I saw it with the Marquette team last year. I think they made their regional final and they added a player. Um, but as the deadlines move on, as the dates move on, those fees go up. So if you want to add players as you go, you can, I mean, you can spend as much as you want to get different players on it. Um, our goal right now is filling out nine quality um, guys that we can, we can start with. Um, we're working on some sponsors too and stuff, so we don't know how that's going to play out. But as of right now, nine is our target
0: okay and and as i say you've been you've been doing player reveals uh i i know you've revealed uh three of the players do you want to do you want to talk about them yeah we
1: can um we got we got our our backcourt um pretty much or almost finalized i should say we got three guards that we've revealed mitchell fink um, who we mentioned earlier at oregon tech he's a graduating senior cameron hunt um he went to Southwestern Player of the Year last year. He's playing in Germany. And then Joe Mitchell was uh, another one that one of the coaches came to me and says, we have to have him. And I said, I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> forgive me, Joe, if, if you're listening. But um, we did some. Re- I did my research, um, went back to him, and I said, yes, we have to have him. He um, played at Friends University in Wichita um, after starting his career at Wichita State. Uh, he played two years at Friends, averaged just under 33 points a game as senior year, national play of the year. Um, I think five rebounds, five assists. was drafted by um, the D League, Austin Spurs, before playing professionally in Canada. Um, so he his resume holds out. Um, basically, at that point, it was just asking, do you still play? Are you still in shape? And he said, I'm in. So um, that was a good, good step. And we do have a couple of others that we're waiting confirmation on. And at the same time, we do have that would leave us with a couple of other slots that we have a lot of evaluating with a big pool of players that um, that have reached out to us or been recommended by uh, coaches or other administration.
0: Uh, you talked about what drew you to uh, to uh, Joe uh, Joe Mitchell. Talk a little bit about uh-huh. uh, what drew you to Cameron Hunt. I know you knew him from college, but what skills does he bring? He um,
1: he's one of. The, it's really hard to put into words. He got. Got his points. He got his shots up, um, all the time last year. Every game he had multiple shots, multiple points scored. But he's one of the most unselfish, selfish players, if that makes sense. He'll get his points and he'll get his looks. But he always, but he knows what's best for his team. Watching last year, to have a 33 point or 32 points per game score that also averages eight assists, um, that's pretty pretty special because he knows how to get his his team involved, even. When he's, I mean, he can get a look at the basket whenever he wants. He could come down and score probably almost every possession, without even passing it to someone. But what made him so good is that he had teammates that could help him out, knock down shot, shots. But he was finding those teammates, which was allowing him to get better looks and score more easily. If that makes sense.
0: What about Mitchell Fink? Uh, what drew you to him?
1: I saw Mitchell play last year at Sioux Falls, um, a couple games because I think I think they made the national title game if I'm not mistaken. But Again, another unselfish player um, that can shoot the ball, um, and his stats alone. I mean, he's a winner too. He looking if you go back to his stat stat pages online and you see, you know, 33 games played senior year, 32 junior year, 33 sophomore year, 33 freshman year. The kid's been in a lot of games. He's he's won a lot of games, and he has quite a bit of mileage on him for for someone. I mean, he might be our youngest player at this point. Um, maybe maybe the only person coming right out of right out of school, but. Um, he's really got that veteran presence to him already. He's been around the game a long time, and you can just see it in the way he plays. He's a smart basketball player. Um, someone mentioned to me he is one of, I don't know the exact number, but very little athletes, very little basketball players at all levels has done what he has done in a career points-wise and assists-wise. So, again, it doesn't matter what level you're on. When you put up those types of numbers, I mean, you're going to be beneficial to whatever team you're on.
0: You're one of seven players in college basketball history, all levels, to hit 880 assists and uh, 2100 points, seven. Yeah, I mean that's
1: incredible <laughs> in the history
0: of the game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so uh, as you as you reveal how how long do you believe it'll take to reveal out the nine players? What can what can fans look for?
1: It really it, it really depends on our initial targets, I guess. If I mean we have a couple players that we've reached out to that have been recommended by us or even had mutual interests. And I mean, this is a long way down the road. This is that we wouldn't be playing until late July. A lot of things can happen. There's a lot of things going on in the world right now, obviously. Um, So it's really hard to, you know, commit to things. Um, So that that's our biggest obstacle is we have interested players all left and right. We have players who are ready to say, yes, I'm in, let's do this. But at the same time, well, I need to check with this. I need to, check with my family i need to you know in some cases check with my agent so we we plan and we don't we don't want to announce even if we had all nine right now we probably want to announce them all right away anyway we want to try and build up a fan base and and really give at least a couple days to each player reveal we do um or coaching reveal and just kind of let their fans their families you know the school's fan bases kind of have their moment to shine because this is for them Uh, we want to we want to showcase from all over the world, or all over the country, sorry, um, the NAI players that we're bringing in. So I would say hopefully a month from now we will have um, our nine players and team ready to go, and we of course will have, I don't want to say backup players, but I mean some players that maybe we can bring in to to practice with us a week before, or if someone backs out or gets hurt, maybe we can add them on um, during the tournament.
0: So Trevor, I have a question for you. I'm a logistics guy. So you're going to have these nine players, coaches, spread all over the country. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, what are the logistics? Are are you going to be able to bring them all to, to one facility to train and practice? And, you know, how are you going to build that team cohesiveness? Have you guys mm-hmm. thought about that? We
1: have. Um, and that's why we're, we're, we're first of all working on um, – we have a couple of interested people, parties um, in sponsoring or helping out with travel because that is our biggest obstacle is how can we bring – you know, recent graduate college kids or people from here and there, um, to one location, um, and then also figuring out how long they'll need to stay, how are we going to feed them and just keep them, keep them organized, and um, so that is a work in progress and something we will have to figure out. Um, I have reached out to other GMs of other TBT teams who have been in before, and it just said, "Hey, man, what what have you done?" Like, and I know some. Some some teams have a lot of local guys, whether it's Ohio State or Marquette, and there are a lot of people are still in the same region or are, are have ties to that. So it's not that hard. Um, but I have looked at some teams like um, I think Everland Drive was one, even though they 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 had a lot of people in Indiana, they still had some people from from outside states, and just said, what did you do? And you know, there's um, they said we we just kind of. Some people to help us out got together a week before did a little mini camp kind of figured out who plays well together and what plays we can run and how we can implement the style we want to implement so um it is i I mean to be honest there's still stuff to figure out and um but we we recognize that that is going to be a a, 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 an issue to try and figure out but we will get there um i've seen the players we have announced so far Get real excited about who we've the other players we've announced. And I've had some of them reach out to me too and say, you know, who else you think and have you thought of this guy? So they're excited to get to work with other people. And I know these coaches too are very well respected and um, they'll get along fine.
0: When you look at the website, it lists, I don't know, they're probably 40 or 50 teams or maybe not that many. Mm -hmm. Uh, But some of them, it, it talks about, you know, how many supporters they have. And I'll talk to you about that in a second. But right it, it says either eligible or ineligible what and right now the advantage says ineligible so what tricks that trigger to get it over to eligible
1: i believe and i'm not too worried about it right now um just because i know all these teams are still none of these teams except maybe one i'm on it right now yeah the west virginia team has been accepted um every year they open it up to applying they don't they don't grandfather anybody in, I don't believe. They, they all have to go through the same process as everybody else. So I think that's why they start off as ineligible. And my guess is you have to get to a certain number of players threshold before you can be eligible. Um, right now we only have three signed up, four. We can't field a team. So that's, that's one of the things I think that means um, ineligible or not. But I don't think that's a big deal, um, seeing that everyone – except for maybe three or four teams are ineligible at this point. It's just growing our roster, um, making sure our coaches are in there and um, getting as many supporters as we can.
0: Okay. So let's talk about supporters. So just a few minutes Mm ago, I went in there and signed up and it says, okay, you know, you Mm -hmm. are, I just put my name, my email address. What advantage is there for you to have people sign up as support? Number one, tell people whether or not it costs any money to be a supporter.
1: It does not. Okay. In fact, you can win money to be a supporter. And I'll talk about that in a second.
0: Okay. And then, so tell us, you know, what's the advantage for you, the more supporters you get, and then what are the advantage to supporters? Talk, Just talk about that process.
1: The advantage, uh, no pun intended, um, to having supporters, especially for a team like us, is this is our biggest way we can actually get in the tournament. Um, we don't want to be the team that goes to them and says, hey, we want to do an NAI tournament or a team. Well, they say we've never done that before, but you can give it a shot. And then we don't have anybody that supports us um, or we don't have any numbers to say, hey, yeah, people would actually follow along or root for this team. Our goal here is when it's time for them to sit down and look at the bracket and say who who needs to be in, you know, it's it's going to be a lot easier for them to deny a team with very little supporters. Whereas if if we're up there with the rest of the teams, the teams that have been in it before, the teams that have won it before. To just show that people care about this cause care about this team getting um, it's gonna be really hard for them to say no because um, you have a lot of people waiting to see if they can get in um, okay. so that's why I think that's one of the biggest things we're trying to promote is yes it's great that you follow us on social media yes it's great that you share our stuff but if you do nothing else please go on to the website and um, basically create an account as a fan um, it doesn't take a whole lot of time um, and in fact There's a number, if you go to the team page, that says fan share. Now, the more supporters that you get, the fan share is going to go down. And I'm not sure if they changed it. But last year, I went in and signed up as a fan for the Wisconsin team. Um, And then you basically have a checklist. It's kind of fun, actually. You get a checklist of ways you can earn points. So probably not out yet. But if you're a supporter of the Advantage, you get a checklist later on in a couple months. And it says every time you... Retweet the tournaments tweet or click uh, the newsletter in your email. You get five points and the more points you accumulate the more your fan share goes up Um, If the advantage goes on to win the tournament and gets the two million dollar cash prize They have I believe a bank of two hundred thousand dollars that they either split or give to fans with the most points So like I said, it doesn't cost money to sign up it and in fact if you are a supporter and you part, you know, come parts of the checklist, you can actually win money if we were to go on to win the tournament. And you also get money if the team you sign up for wins their regional. So that's three wins, um, three wins away from winning a share of money.
0: So just to be clear, it costs nothing to sign up and be a supporter, right? Correct. And number two, the more supporters you have, opportunity, the better the opportunity for the team advantage to be invited or eligible for the tournament. Correct?
1: That is correct.
0: And supporters have a chance to maybe win some money down the road.
1: Yes. Is it simply just go to the tournament, www.thetournament.com and then click, become a fan support and win. Basically we need NAI nation to help us out, to try and get into this tournament, the more supporters we get, the harder it is for the tournament to say no, and we will get accepted. Uh, it's cost absolutely nothing it's free to sign up as a fan and you can win money you get a checklist and the more times you log in share things uh, you get a share of the money should the advantage win
0: you talked a couple times about sponsors so talk mm-hmm. about the the type of what are the type of sponsors that you're looking for how do they contact you and what's the kind of help that you need
1: we're looking for someone as a sponsor to really believe in what we're trying to do, first and foremost. Um, I think that's the biggest, you know, common denominator we need is to try and get these NAI kids, players, um, athletes notice and show um, the country what we're all about. And we're we're really just what we look forward, what we're looking at going forward is travel costs, um, probably food and probably um, room and board i do know that the the tournament does not pay for travel and all that for the regional sites if we were lucky enough to get to the final site they would cover that so we are really just looking for um the regional some regional help which at this point looks to be wichita um so we do have some local people um on our team already but at the same time we do have people like mitchell fink who's in oregon um and some others that are coming from around the country so We would obviously work with you to try and, you know, promote your business, your cause, whatever you need. I know some programs, even some teams even have booster slots available, which we I think we we would be able to maybe do one um, where you would sign up and you'd be a part of our team profile. Um, What that means is if we were to go on um, and win the thing, you would get a equal share of all of us that are already on the roster. Um, rather than just a, a fan share, which will, won't be as much. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities to get involved. Um, I anticipate our social media following to grow. Uh, I've been working with NAIA Hoops Report and his blog to kind of get some pieces of information out there. I put a, uh, an FAQ piece out there a couple days ago that we'll update. So we'll, we're going to work together to get everybody that's involved some some notice and just the, the NAIA in general. So that's kind of where we sit with that.
0: So, Trevor, uh, talk about where's your Twitter page and how do people get a hold of you?
1: All right. So our Twitter page, um, The Advantage, is at The Advantage, TBT, all one word. We also have our Instagram page. It's the same thing. Um, It's been a little harder to grow that, but if you wouldn't mind following us on there, we're posting pretty much the same thing. I plan, if we get in to... And I take, I take photos for my school, too, to take some photos of, of everyone involved, too, and post them on there. So we're going to try and really blow this up. But you can go to our Twitter page, hit follow. Our, our email address is listed in the bio, at the, the same name, theadvantagetbt at gmail.com. Um, I get notifications straight to our phone, my phone. I'm always trying to reply to everybody. Um, I'm telling players, if you're interested, hit me up. Um, we are giving everybody, no matter your skill level, your what you earned in college, what you're doing now a Fair Share, it's me, coaches, um, and anybody else that we're involving to kind of evaluate this talent and get the best nine we can. So don't feel – don't don't be shy. Um, hit up the Twitter page. My Twitter page – my Twitter handle is Trev underscore knows, K-N-O-W-S. Um, people have been messaging me on there too, and I try my best to get back to them as quick as I can. So uh, we won't be shy. Feel free to tweet at us. Feel free to recommend. Recommend. Or refer someone. Um, we're all ears.
0: Well, Trevor, I really appreciate it. I didn't know, I knew zero about this uh, when we started this this phone call, and uh, mm-hmm. you've been a wealth of information. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna track this. I hope to get you back on maybe every yes. few weeks as this uh, progresses, uh, just to give us yes. an update.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's been been a lot of fun, and uh, I hope hope you learned a lot, and hope everybody else listening learns a lot about what we're trying to do.
0: Okay, thank you, Trevor.
1: Thank you.